1: what your breath back yet yeah. oh my days that was stressful um <laughs> Chelsea and beaten Brian and Hobalbian 3 2. Joining me to look back at just another chaotic just another chaotic Chelsea game this season uh, is Mr. Daniel Hill. Dan, how are we doing, my man?
2: I'm alright, thanks. You and you've been a while since I've been on here, but good to be back.
1: You no, know, it has been a while, Dan, and as as we get into this, um it's not when Dan comes on the podcast, it does not necessarily mean great things for, for Codder Gallagher, but we shall get into that in a bit. Um Dan as I'll do with the guests, I just get themselves to get I like, get them to give themselves a plug so tell people where they can find you if they wanna find find you on Twitter.
2: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I've changed my handle to at Carefree I want to be more reflective of Chelsea, So that's why I changed it. So it's at carefree five. I don't know if there's an underscore in there, but you can check me out on on mm. that,
1: that Lovely, handle. lovely stuff. Dan's links will be in the description below. Right. For just the fourth time in 2023, Chelsea won a Premier League game at Stamford Bridge. Just the second home win of the season. Dan, just immediate thoughts on on what we saw. Oh, stressful.
2: Yeah, uh, I I think Chelsea just determined to give us a, a heart attack you a know, heart attack FC, and um, yeah, I think me and millions of other fans are just um, are praying for some some consistency, and some calm. Uh, very pleased that we managed to hang on and get the results in the end, um, despite a. a Connor Gallagher's best efforts. I'm sure maybe that's a bit unfair. But, uh, but yeah, just very, very glad. Uh, Brighton have become a bit of an annoyance to us, um, with some good results and obviously fleecing us for various managers and players. But, um, yeah, it's nice to get one over them. And, uh, yeah, good, good three points, uh, chaotic three points as always. Uh, um, Chelsea always seemed to be chaos and trophies. Now there's no trophies. It just seems to be left with chaos. So that's, uh, that's kind of how I, I saw it.
1: Um, but, Dan, you'd have probably been forgiven for thinking this might be a relatively straightforward afternoon for Chelsea, 21 minutes in. They were 2 0 up at that point. You were kind of thinking, ah, oh, Brighton looked like a side that have just played in Europe on Thursday and have got players missing. It was just a very comfortable start. Enzo Fernandez gets his first Premier League goal for Chelsea, and means he is the fourth Argentinian to have scored a Premier League goal for Chelsea, up to Hernan Crespo, Juan Sebastian Verón, and Gonzalo Higuain. Um, Down both goals also pretty, you know, soft. I think Brian would look back and be quite soft goals to concede. But given Chelsea have been conceding, it feels like quite soft goals this season. It was quite nice for us to score them. Um, Benoit Badiashile hooks a a ball back in. Enzo Fernandez heads home for 1-0. Levi Carwell heads home uh, from Nicholas Jackson's head back crossbox 2-0. Down 20 minutes in, that was smooth sailing. But for whatever reason, with Brighton on the ropes, Chelsea decided to stop playing uh, and let Brian back into it.
2: Yeah, that's a bit confusing because, um, as I say, it's, it seems to be one thing after another. You know, um, whether it's the the red card or the goal or the the sloppy defending or whatever. Yeah, as I say, we, as you said, we we seem to be cruising. We seem to, um, you know, become like managed to get on a level in a game and and seem to be playing quite well. Even even against Newcastle the previous week, we I mean we pulled it back to one all, and we seem to be in the game. And then through a, a catalogue of errors, we conceded twice in ninety seconds. So I mean, um we concede and then i um, i forget the order, sorry. I think we conceded and then conceded. But it just seems to end the crowd goes flat and uh we just seem to be back to the wall. But I mean I hope today is more like a, a feather in our cap and in terms of the mentality of the players, in the sense that we actually did manage to get over the line uh by hook or by crook. Um but uh, um yeah, that's 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 kind of where I saw it. But I don't know, there seems to be some I mean, you can't look at it uh, as a positive when two of your captain gets sent off two weeks in a row. You know, what I mean, that uh, more 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 than that, I mean, it's not so much a leadership vacuum, but it's just just it's it, it's not a good look or a good sign when um, the leader of your team is is behaving carelessly and letting the team down and uh, and piling unnecessary pressure when you seemingly are, are in a good position um, on you. So I think that's that's something that we necessarily need to focus on. Um, in the, you know, in the, in the weeks to come, especially with a very busy Christmas period to come, uh, two games in the next week or so, and then, uh, games coming thick and fast after that as well. So, yeah, fortunately, we're back to 11 players again on, on Wednesday. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping that all 11 players can stay on the field for once. But, uh, yeah, that's, yes, that's definitely where, that's definitely where I, where I think that we need to, we need to improve just to mentally, just to stop picking up silly yellow cards, um, stop making, Making bad decisions in key moments and doing unnecessary things just to calm things down and and get actually you know play with eleven players and play with a, a level head.
1: Yeah, exactly. Chelsea, stop making it harder for yourself than it needs to be. And I said, unfortunately, with Colin Gallagher, it did just feel a bit inevitable that he was going to get sent off. He gets that first yellow, you know, and it doesn't stop him from from diving in. And it just was like Connor game situation here, but he just you know he didn't really seem to read the game situation. And unfortunately, you know. Chris, I James last week for for you know getting sent off for two stupid yellow cards, and Conor Gallagher, it's exactly the same this week. And Chelsea's discipline does need to does need to to improve drastically because they you know they they can't keep making things harder for themselves. And we'll we'll get onto this. You know, I've, I think that you know they've actually handled going down to ten men fairly well today, but also think it was aided by the fact that Brighton just were not really quite at it today. But Chelsea, if, if they want to achieve anything this season, want to move forward and make progress this season, they've got to stop game, you know, handicapping themselves and making life harder than it needs to be. Um but yeah, Conal was just really, really poor from him. Uh Dan, we get the crucial that crucial two goal cushion back. Uh Michael wins a penalty uh from James Milno. Enzo Fernandez, because I do want to talk about Enzo Enzo Fernandez because obviously he has been, you know, been coming under a bit of pressure in recent weeks, you know, some, you know, questions maybe about his his performance, etc. You know, just some quiet games and not being as as effective as, as we know he can be. Um, he gets two goals today, but also I just thought actually with Connor stood up, he really did, you know, te- he did sort of almost elevate himself up a bit more in the second half. He's crucial, you know, winning tackles, you know, just slowing the game down when needed. You know, Enzo Fernandez, that was the performance that we perhaps not seen for for a little bit from him.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's uh, to me, I was I was very lucky. I'm a very big fan of Enzo, so. Um... It was good to see him uh, get his first Premier League goal. I actually, missed his goal against Wimbledon. And I've been very excited since he joined for him to score in the Premier League. And obviously, missed against um, he missed against the pen against West Ham. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very good for him to get uh, a couple of goals, and I'm very, very very glad. Hopefully, that takes a little bit of pressure off him. And I think he was a key a key um, cog in our wheel today, and uh, a key reason why. Not only did he got the goals, but in terms of his overall play and his um, you know, his ability to keep control and, and, um, ease a bit of pressure. So I think that, that was very good. But uh, just in the matter of the goals, um, I was quite pleased that they were a little bit scrappy and we kind of, we kept at it, you know, especially with the, with the header from, from Enzo, so a little bit unexpected because he's, you know, one of the shortest players on the field. I think the commentator said something very similar to that, but, uh, we just kind of persisted with that. And then Buddy Shield puts across very nice, uh, across there. So i was very pleased with that. And then, of of course, Levi to get his um, Levi to get his his first goal for us. Um, and that that was a that was a very good one. So yeah, yeah, very pleased overall with the performance. And uh, I was a bit nervous with uh with the penalty, um, in the sense that uh, Cole Palmer was kind of off and then about to come on. So I was I was unsure if maybe they would uh, rush him on. Um, and get him to take the penalty, but I think Enzo took it very well. So that was, um, that, that was good. But overall, yeah, really good performance from him. And, uh, a, a big shout out to Thiago Silva as well, who I think had quite a, a bad performance, if I may be honest, against Newcastle, but I think he, he was quite outstanding today, uh, along with many others. You know, I thought decisive was good. Badia Shield was, was good in patches. and Cole was a little bit shaky at times, but, uh, Decisive had been one or two moments at the end. So I think the defense held firm. But uh, yeah, that, that's kind of my my view on it.
1: Yeah, it was nice. As I said nice for for Levi to get his first Chelsea goal. You know, I think you can you know have a go, you know be a bit critical of him for Buonanate's goal just kind on of giving him letting, making it too easy for him to 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 curl curl one in. But yeah, no, it was it was just a Chelsea performance that was was full of grit and was full of determination, which was just unfortunately completely lacking in that second half. And Newcastle, we got that we got that great. we got that determination, we got that fight this week. And, you know, I'm I'm just wondering, you know, credit to Poch, because I guess, you know, at half-time, he's probably got quite a job in his hands. You know, Chelsea been in control of that first half and really, you know, should be winning. You know, that game should be really, you know, comfortable and out of, and out of sight, but it's not. And we're down to 10 men and, you know, let's be honest, I think a lot of us Chelsea fans are probably cynical going, this, this, this probably does not end with us winning this game. Um, but I thought, actually, till late till probably the last 10, 15 minutes of that game. And that's including sort of added time there. I've actually thought we dealt with Brighton fairly well and they weren't a huge, huge threat going forward. So so that was nice. Um They do get a goal back to make it 3-2. It is another goal we concede from a set piece or, you know, a cross into box, which is a bit frustrating for that. I mean, it is a good ball. It's a great header from Charles Pedro, but it is a bit annoying to sort of concede a, a similar type goal to that again. But Dan, just a just question. How was your heart those last that that injury time i mean we i think we ended up going into about the 105th minute of when there were only you know 10 minutes had done we went into about 15 but obviously there were some delays for for a uh, knock on Armando Bray and obviously how was your harm was last because that was oh that was a that was stressful viewing uh, I, I guess i'm, yeah. I'm just thankful that it's it, it was you know it was just it was just a, a league game it was not you know a league game with us the business end of the season aiming for some qualification spot it was just a league game because i think that would have exacerbated a lot more but call cool, that was a that was a stressful It was a stressful ending
2: to that game. Yeah, I'm I must admit I'm a naturally anxious person anyway, so this doesn't do me my anxiety any good at all. Um so but yeah, I, I was not I was, you know, really like as it was, like biting my I don't bite my nails, but you know that that's probably the image I could give you. Um yeah, part was racing. I was like on the edge of my seat, very, very nervous. Um it just seemed to it seemed like after they I, I could sense that a Brighton goal was coming. And um yeah, it's just You know, uh, it just seemed to, when when that, uh, obviously the penalty appeal went up and there was so much uh, uncertainty around that situation. uh, And it seemed like when it seemed very clear that it hit uh, Levi Cowell's head. um, And then the ref still went to the monitor and then he made like a motion as though it was a penalty. And then the Brighton fans are cheering. And it just, I was on a, a group chat as well at the same time with a lot of my Chelsea friends. And it just, everybody seemed not to know what was going on. So that was a bit, a bit manic. Um, but yeah, the, the added time, um, you know, the fact that Robert just, just couldn't seem to keep the ball in play. Um, as well, he kept kicking it and we defending really deep and, uh, all kinds of things like that. And it was just a, a bit manic. So yeah, uh, I, I don't know what to say other than it was very, very anxious, very, very, um, heart racing and, uh, yeah, edge of your, edge your seat, seat stuff, not really what you want um but uh, just very important very from a positive standpoint that chelsea got over the line for once it was a chaotic game but we we managed to get over the line you know after what has been a, a chaotic probably four games in a row you know with the spurs city newcastle and now brighton but we managed to get over the line um with 10 men uh unlike last week where we got roundly dealt with with 10 men so that that's a that's a positive just put the anxiety aside maybe chelsea can give us a a calm game for once over the festive period so we can enjoy our, our time with our families and friends. Um, but uh, maybe that can be every Chelsea fan's Christmas gift, just one calm 90 minutes if possible. But yeah, edge of your, edge of your seat stuff, but uh, glad we got the result in the end.
1: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the
2: deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, the win does send Chelsea back to 10th in the Premier League. Five points off Manchester United, who, damn, we play Wednesday night. Just, you know, a quick look ahead there. Manchester United in the big games this season sort of not, you know, tended to do great. I don't think they've actually won one yet this season. How are you feeling about just going into that game? Because, obviously, Reese will be back for that, which is nice, but we do go into that game without Conor Gallagher, so our midfield is... Well, I mean, Enzo and Caicedo, you'd imagine, will start, then I guess there's a question of do they start Ugo Chukwu? Does... Is it... Do you just... Does Is Palmer just the one to naturally come in and then you just have Sterling and Mudrick on the flanks and then... And Jackson up top. Um, but, Dan, we got the win. We're probably... and. I'm aware of this because Chelsea Manchester United is tended to be the worst, basically, big six game of the last number of years. It just tends to always be just a a dreadful game, low on quality. And you could argue this season that both these sides are pretty low on on quality. Chelsea are at least entertaining, uh, unlike sort of Manchester United. But both these sides potentially are a bit, at times, low on quality. But Dan, if, 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 and it is a big if, if Chelsea want to have ambitions of getting European qualification, I think at the very least, they can't lose this game, but also, I mean, United just seem vulnerable this season. As I said, we've we've seen him in big games, we've seen him in the Champions League, etc. This season. How are you kind of feeling ahead of that of that Man United game uh, midweek?
2: Yeah, not too bad. I don't think we've beaten them in the league since 2018, right, or 202017, something like that. Yeah, that's under been, Conte, uh, very, very under Conte that the the. the... The four nil was or the three the three or four nil, whichever one it was. One
1: nil the following season, Marataseta.
2: One one nil the f okay, header, that's the one. Um yeah. Uh Giovanni's like you say, I think that United games are always quite uh, poor quality. Um and for some reason they've they've had or not for some reason, it's quite clear that they've been a very dysfunctional team and they're not playing very well, somehow getting results though. I think they won four on four out of four or something like that, even though they've been playing Quite badly and not doing very well in the Champions yeah. League at all. Um, so, as as luck would have it, uh, I guess it, it may be a time for Charity FC to show its uh, its its uh, ugly head. Um, crossing fingers that, that doesn't happen and uh, Man United somehow pull out a vintage performance against us. Um, I mean, to me, to, to my mind, if if it goes by the form book and the way that things have been, that the the side's been playing, Chelsea should be the better team. You know, so I'm I'm really hoping that that happens and that. Uh, as, I, as I've said before, that we can manage to keep 11 players on the field. Um, as you said, Reese will probably be back. Um, hoping that he can obviously slot in it right back and that we don't have a four center centre-backs uh, in our back four. Um, and that we can get some attacking impetus down the right hand side. Um, but yeah, I think if we go around the form book, we, we should be the better side you know, going into it. Uh, I just think we're playing better. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing for us will be to keep, uh, the discipline. Under, under wraps, you know, um, they'll give us a chance to get a, a result. But, um, yeah, you, know, you never know with Man United. And, uh, uh, I'm just hopeful that, you know, the thing is, is they probably need a game for, for Ten Hag where they click, um, or something. And I'm just hoping that, you know, as, as luck would have it, lots of these games, uh, happen against Chelsea. So I'm hopeful it's not, this is not our, our turn. Um, and that we actually have a, we can, string two results together get two wins against the big big six team and maybe have a, a you know make a little bit of, of a, a nice spectacle of it so um but yeah that that's that's what i'm hoping for um just a good game more than anything but yeah i really would like to uh get a win as as you said it's probably been about 5 years since we since we beat them that morata header um from and aspi aspi assist if i remember correctly um but yeah hopefully Hopefully, just a good game, and and we we should should be the better team. But uh, uh, really, really, just hoping that, that actually comes to fruition and that the form book rings true. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Big big opportunity for Chelsea midweek to 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 make up some ground in their bid for for European qualification. Because as I said, this is the start of a busy busy Christmas period. It's got off to a good start today, beating Brighton. You know. There were there were bits you know there was quite a lot. I say Enzo Fernandez was was outstanding in that midfield day. Chelsea this Chelsea team did show a lot of courage and resilience uh, in this game. You know going down to ten men it's not it's not easy. Um, but so that was you know really nicely that was encouragement improvement on, on last week. So look there was a lot to like as I said. Chelsea though will need to you know still conceding still conceding poor goals in my opinion. Still you know we are still a bit too leaky. But tonight was was nice, and it was just hopefully a step in the right direction. Obviously, just before we go, other news. Chelsea have been drawn at home in the FA Cup against Preston North End. You know, it's quite nice when you don't get Manchester City in cup draws. Chelsea, you know, normal services, redeem Chelsea getting a, a championship or lower league side in the third round of the FA Cup. That's nice. That's something to look forward to in January as, you know, Chelsea's bid a bid for, for domestic uh, cup success. Uh, for more, for yeah, for domestic cup success, we'll, we'll start there. Um, so that was nice. And yeah, look... It was a stressful game. S- some, you know, players let themselves down. Some stood up. Uh, it was, yeah, it was crazy. It was, but thankfully, I mean, we've we've only got three days till till Chelsea back in action again, so we don't really have long to to recover from this. Um, but yeah, it's been it was chaotic. It was stressful, but Chelsea got the job done. They defeated Brighton and Hove Albion three two. You know, there's obviously a little bit of rivalry developing between. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not sure how much for Azad, maybe more just social media in general. Anyway, but it was nice for, for Chelsea to get one, you know, up over, over Brighton in the league this season. And, yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, we've, we started the Christmas period, hopefully, well, and hopefully we can continue that on. Uh, it was, you know, it was important to bounce back for, from Newcastle last week and, a eh? you know, hopefully now Chelsea can get things moving in the right direction. Sort the discipline out, please, folks. Um, but, yeah, hopefully it's, uh, some nice signs moving forward that's going to wrap it up for this week about just podcast. it's a very short episode. Um, thank you. Huge. Thank you to Dan. People I know he literally came on very late notice. It is very late where he is right now. That's why it's a short episode. That's why there's no listener questions, et cetera. It's been a very brief episode, but I want to thank Dan for coming on. Dan, we will do this in the future. We'll do this in a more convenient time for you in the future. Um, but my, Dan has, you know, stepped into to my super sub uh, role for Chelsea. I don't know. Maybe he's my my podcast, Solomon Kalou or, yeah, we'll say Solomon clue you're better than me. You're better than Mishy Betchwae, Dan. Um, so <laughs> until the next episode, everybody, keep a blue flag flying high.
0: Oh, my word. Just one normal Chelsea game. Will it happen? Um, where do I start, really? Like, it, <laughs> There's a lot to digest, isn't there? I think up until 2-0, I think many will agree it was a solid performance, did the basics well got exploited the space Wow. Well. Then after the 2-0, it was weird. It, it, like, I didn't say Brighton stamped their authority on the game, didn't really have any chances. But it, it was all, complacently just, just stuck in. Like, we couldn't pass the ball. Um, it, it was very dodgy out from the back. I know for a few times we got through the lines, and I think one time I think we had six in our own box to try and set the ball from us. But we would turn over the ball really easily in the middle of the park. Um, the red card. I don't, don't know where to start with that. It's, I'm baffled. Two weeks in a two weekends in a row now. You've got a question. You know, the club captain's supposed to lead some example. Um, a few of the lads at our time were telling me that they reckon the guy didn't even realise he got booked the first time. Which you know, you can kind of understand that from the challenge. But you know, you're professional footballer, day today shouldn't need to do that, especially in the position he gave away the ball as well and made the foul. I think it was quite unnecessary. Um and then I thought to be honest after we went down to ten. As nervy as it was, we actually did well. Like I mean, they didn't really have like a clear cut chance where you were like, Oh yeah, they really should have scored that. It really should have been, you know, two all and then three or and I think Potts got it spot on keeping Mudrick on the pitch because you want that sort of player that can break in behind with the pace he's got. And I thought for the third, which led to the penalty, he did absolutely superbly there. Great ball by, I think it was Jackson Lorenzo that played him in. And I thought, that's absolutely what you want to do with 10 men. So it was nice to see, really, a bit of game management there. Um, I need to watch the uh, adjudged penalty back, which led to the absolute fast at the end where the where um, he ran over to the screen, apparently hit him in the face. Um, but it was quite funny, after he ran to the screen, it came up on the big screen as um, VAR, no goal, that the Brighton fans are celebrating, thinking they had a pen. But I also never realised the rule that it would then be a goal kick or drop kick as opposed to a corner. So that was bizarre. But, um, yeah, I think well, I've just about recovered. Kals has just about recovered. Kals, yeah. <laughs> Kals enjoyed herself. And, um, yeah, a bit of momentum going to united and everton next week places where we notoriously don't win so uh, i'm sure you'll get an angry maybe long angry voice note who knows from me midweek anyway up the chance enjoy your weekend or what is left of it Sports social podcast network with the lucky land you can get lucky just about anywhere